You're listening to the County Life podcast with him over there, Chris Ridgway, and me, Martin Johnston. Live podcast is sponsored this year by the Spinning Top, the best pub we think in Stockport. It has a fantastic range of regular and guest craft ales, porters, lagers, anything you could want in a craft beer. It's a fantastic place to watch live music and it's on the A6 and often plays out um, the full match commentary of county games from uh, Imagine 104.9 FM. It's definitely the best place for county fans, we think, so get yourself on down there. There's also a reminder of our County Legends Night on Saturday the 8th of December at the Spinning Top in Stockport with Jim Gannon, Peter Ward, Mike Flynn, Alan Lord and more due to join us on stage as we talk everything Stockport County. It is the perfect way to see in the Christmas period. So after the Chester game at home at Edgerley Park on Saturday the 8th of December, get yourself down for an 8 o'clock start. It's free entry to the Spinning Top on the A6 for the Stockport County Legends Night with the County Live podcast. Uh, first up this week, as ever, Chris's full interview, then this is the only place you can hear it, remember, with County Manager Jim Gannon. Jim, one of the most memorable evenings since dropping into non-league, I think, on, on Saturday in the FA Cup, County dominant against Yeovil. Um, I wouldn't say we were dominant, uh, but in the end, uh, deserved victors. Um, I think uh, there's a lot of things that have been going really well up leading up to the game that gave us a um, huge sense of confidence and belief and in, in our game plan and our ability to, to get result, but um, on the on the day it was it was a fantastic performance. Um, not only did we take take our chances really well, uh, but we also uh, managed the game very well, and it, it turned out to be uh, not just a, a great victory, but like a, a memorable day for everybody that attended. Not just on the pitch, not just the goals that you've spoken of there, but the relationship between the players, the coaching staff and the fans, it was apparent after the game. We've all seen the videos of the claps and the and the sliding towards. Was that what made it special? When when I speak to these players tonight at training, I, I've asked them all the same question. Is that is that the kind of scene you envisioned when you wanted to become a footballer? Um, I, I don't know. You'll have to ask the lads. To, I, I don't remember doing anything. Even even when we won at Premier League grounds, um, we'd stop Port or beat Man City. We never did the, the thunder clap or the knee slide. But I, I think it was just uh, the nature of the the occasion. And uh, you know, we've got a lot of enthusiastic young, young players. A great great uh, buzz about the crowd for the whole game. It was just. I don't. I don't think just a clap was going to be good enough. I think they really wanted to enjoy. And, and you've seen those scenes in the Euros and in Champions League matches. So I think it was one of them where everybody just wanted to revel in the moment of that, enjoying what was a, a, a great game, a great success and a, a great day out for everybody. I don't want to look past Brackley at the weekend. I don't want to get too distracted. But while we're on the topic of the FA Cup, the draw has been made. It's Guy, they're going to be Barnet or Bristol Rovers. Just give us your take on the draw. If there's either one that you prefer or... How how did you read into it all? Um, I have to say I was really disappointed. Um, I, the only thing I'd asked for was a home tie so that we could get Edley Park rocking and all those fans that can't go to Yeovil away can 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 come to Edley Park and feel that sort of atmosphere. I mean, we had a great 
great night here last year against Maidenhead and we had a, a great game here on a Tuesday night against Chorley and I, I just wanted to get Esley Park rocking like the old days. Um, but we, you know, obviously the draw came out. Um, financially, you know, it's not a TV game, so that was a, an extra disappointment. And I suppose what was also extra disappointment was the fact you don't know who you got. Um, and we won't know for another um, six days and, and then... and the way things are transpiring we're still uncertain on what day we're going to be playing so but I suppose that's all the silver lining to all that is that you kind of have to forget that to Wednesday week and, and in the meantime we just focus on two really important league games because um, you know it's given us a real boost at the over game but in terms of um, refocusing, us, refocusing ourselves the lads are really excited after two league matches uh, two league wins to, to really get back to, to winning ways in the league and no better game than Breckley at home. Let's speak about the last three games going into this one. I've mentioned it for Saturday. The Brackley, a little bit of a thorn in county side in recent years. We've played them a few times, don't have a great record against them. However, with a win against Chorley, a win against Curzon and a win against Yeovil, County are walking on cloud nine at the moment. Surely Brackley are looking at county as not a favourable cup, uh, not a favourable game. Well, it's hard to judge because Kevin Wilkins done a great job since he's come in there and, and given the you know they got they got a decent budget. Um, they had a bigger budget than us last year, and um, they spent that wisely and got good value for money players from the likes of Solly Moores and the league. And unfortunately, uh, a little bit like ourselves, a couple of their players have attracted interest from higher levels, and they've lost their centre forward and one of their mainstay centre half. So um, they've added a, a few different type of players. Um, they've changed the system. Um, they've had a, a steady. Uh, season so far um, but based upon what they did last year in terms of their FA Cup run winning the FA Trophy and, and being playoff finalists um, um, they had a fantastic year last year and you've got to give them credit for that so they're going to be playoff contenders and, and probably would consider themselves as um, promotion hopefuls um, but from our perspective <clears throat> um, they've been very good at home they've been a bit indifferent away from home so, um, but they're always a, a well-organised side with some good players, key players in key positions, and I, I think it'd be a tough game for us. But you know, um, we just got to just look back at what we've done and how we felt in those games, and uh, the fitness is a the fitness levels of the lads is great, the energy is great, uh, the purpose is there, the organisation is there, everybody's fit, and we've got one or two players coming back now as well. That's going to keep us strong. So. We're in a good place at the moment and we just want to keep uh, the, the, the tremendous momentum we've created uh, going against uh, Brackley. But they, they are, again, another very, very stern test for our credentials of promotion hopefuls and to keep our run going. So it's a challenge I'm sure my, my lads are looking forward to. You mentioned players coming back and how the squad's looking. Is it a difficult one for you to answer now? Because my question, obviously, that the fans will all be saying is how can you possibly change that team? But... We've seen before keeping a winning team just because you've won isn't always the best solution. Is that a bit of a head scratcher for you? No, I, I mean, no. I think I think the, the you know the, we kept the same team from the Curzon game. Um, obviously, it changed from the Chorley starting team because of the performance of Matty Warburton in the second half. Um, the team picks itself in terms of the way it, it performs. Um, no, I, I think Frank and Connor uh, showed showed to me against Curzon their ability to have an impact in the game as subs. Um, and and they had an impact as subs at, Ch uh, at Yeovil. So, um, but we're also conscious that Darren Stevenson's played his part. We've got the likes of Jamie Stock to come back fit. We've got Paul Turnbull returning to fitness. Um, so, you know, the, the, 
you don't need to unnecessarily change it. Um, we've had a fortunately had an empty week where we've been able to sort of fully recover physically and mentally from the weekend, and uh, provided everybody's fit and raring to go, then uh, it's hard to look beyond uh, the starting team there from the weekend. But I have to say, Frank's trained really well, Connor's trained really well, and Darren's trained really well. So uh, it's it's just very very healthy all round, and it's not going. I think the FA Cup has shown. I think. Um, whether it be Niall coming off the bench against South Shields or Matty and uh, Frank against Corby and Frank at the weekend, uh, I think uh, it's it's very much about the 14 players that play and all the options we have uh, as we go forward because we're going to need every single player performing well as we go forward because I'm sure they're all going to be used before the end of the season and certainly all will be used in, within this month as well. I spoke to a few players after training tonight just to get a, a feel of how they all were after the game. Uh, and I spoke to Sam Walker and I asked him a question of, will it be easy to keep your focus on the league after having such a high last week against Yeovil? And he was very grounded. He said, they're, they're treating this just like any other game. They came on a Monday just to get down to basics and to have a look about what Brackley have to offer. And he said, ultimately, we're a very well-policed group who look after each other as well as the management. Do we not have any concerns that there's going to be a hangover from last week or are you co- completely happy with the, the mental approach to the game? No, no, I think, um, you know, whether that be um, a disappointing uh, game or whether it be the, the the highlight of the season so far, I think the lads just come in and, they, you know, they, they are a very well-grounded group. I mean, we talked last year about bringing in good players, good professional, good people, and I have to say they are a great bunch of lads. Um, and not just during this period of um, uh, positivity, they've they've always been that, and and that's why before I mean people have to remember in my program notes before the Chorley game, I talked about this being a great group of lads, uh, the best collective squad of players we've had, um, and 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 real uh, courage. I had courage and belief that they would uh, in bring us the success we were all so desperate for, and um, I think the last four games, you know. The Chorley, the Curzon, even the Warrington game, because we worked so hard in the academy to to create an opportunity for young lads from Stockport trying to make their way into non-league. And um, the Warrington game was a real showcase for them, um, which was a, you know, a completely different from the Oval in terms of the satisfaction it brings. But, um, but yeah, no, it's great. Sam, Sam, Sam's been a tremendous professional this year. And, um, and I think there's so many players, uh, you know, whether it be the experienced lads or the young lads, they're all really buying into what we do and buying into the, the culture in which we're creating. And I think they're all enjoy the weekend and the last result, but they're all conscious of um, the training's all about the preparation for the next game and, and getting themselves right physically, mentally, tactical, and um, and going again. Because um, I think they're as determined as, as the staff are of continuing this great run. Just one final thing then on the game on Saturday. How do you feel the mood will be around Edgeley Park from the fans? Now they've come back from Yeovil, all in one piece. Uh, how do you think the mood will be? How do you expect them to take to the game? It's an interesting one because uh, people have talked about it being a, a bigger gate than normal. Um, but I, I think, um, you know, we had a Tuesday night against Chorley and where perhaps uh, a few regulars weren't there from the Saturday. And, um, you know, and, and so the, 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 the group becomes tighter and, and, and stronger in terms of the fan base. And then you have that sort of strong band of fans that go to Yeovil. So I, I think everybody's really... You know, there's been so upbeat around the town. Um, you know, I you know I live in Stockport, and and the, the buzz within the club and around the club is brilliant. And I think it's become infectious. And I think everybody's excited about what's happening here. And um, you know, uh, 
you know, we, we might have a few new fans come along. But, um, you know, all I've ever wanted to do is, um, is just that those that have stuck with us and believed in us through the difficult times are starting to show why they've had the um, the belief in us and the, and, and the, the strength in, of, of, of their support is um, is paying through now. So I'm looking forward to them enjoying themselves come Saturday if we have another positive performance. Just very finally, Jim, Sim Tubic's made a move on loan today. Just give us a little bit of a detail on that. Yeah, I mean, Sim's done great at Stockport Town. We're really appreciative of what they've done. I mean, we've got a couple of our academy lads going there on non-contract and we've got, uh, obviously, some of, we, we can only give them two young professionals at a time. And Sim and Adam had a great spell there. Uh, obviously, as we faced into the Warrington game and uh, 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 the FA Cup squad needed 18 players, both those players came back to play their part against Warrington and be on the bench at Yeovil, which were two brilliant experiences for them. Um, but as with the return to fitness of Paul Turnbull and Jamie Stott and um, uh, you know having Jake Kirby on a 24-hour recall, we know we've got the squad to be able to allow these lads to go out and, and, and get the next level of football. So Sim's done brilliant at every level he's played for last season. Uh, this year he's had a nice little stint of two or three months with Stockport Town to, to play men's football on a regular basis. And I think now we need to, he wants to be challenged and we want to challenge him of going into the Evil Stick uh, League. And I think Mosley's a good place for him to go and uh, play games. So you know, that's one we're going to keep a keen interest on over the next month. And uh, hopefully when he gets to the turn of the year, we, we're, we're seeing a, a player that's a little bit more well-rounded in terms of his ability to, to perform in non-league. So uh, I think it's a great move for him and I um, appreciate everything that Stockport Town's done. Um, and we're looking forward to, to being able to acknowledge the, the role that Mosley have in his development as well. Big game on Saturday, Jim. All the very best. Thanks so much. Crest County are forced to be reckoned with in the Cup this season. We called it last week. We said if they turn up with a positive attitude on the front foot, they can really give you over a scare. And they did more than that. They came away with a 3-1 win. They started well and then just got better. Hi, Martin. Yeah, forced to be reckoned with is um, really the, the right way to describe it, isn't it? I mean, when you look at the, you look at the journey County have taken in the Cup, going through a team in real form like Corby, uh, and then a team really, really difficult at the top of their table in the division below uh, in South Shields and getting two victories, Altrincham. They were no easy pushovers, if you like. First 45 minutes, County really had to dig deep and tactically figure out the opposition uh, and then capped off a stunning display on the road uh, against Yeovil Town. Really memorable occasion for everybody involved with the club. And like you say, it does equal the force to be reckoned with. Um County, when you look at that record already in the FA Cup this season, uh, is is something formidable. Um, they've got to look ahead now. They've got to think, well, Barnet or Bristol are going to be an even tougher test, especially if it's Bristol Rovers. <laughs> um, but I don't think that'll phase the players at the moment. I was speaking to a few of the players tonight, which we'll hear uh, a little bit later on. Sam Walker, Niall Bell, Adam Thomas, they were all saying... The same thing, really. The group are keeping each other policed well. And I think that really showed on the park on Saturday. Um, they didn't let the occasion get to them. They didn't let the league club, if you like, Yeovil, uh, get under their skin. They went about the business. The opening exchanges, Yeovil had obviously had the upper hand because they took the lead. But in terms of actual football being played, I thought both teams asked a lot of questions of the other one. <clears throat> and ultimately... It was Yeovil that crumpled under those questions. They had the success in the early rounds, so to speak, because they, they took the lead. But after that, there wasn't really much uh, much in it. And uh, and what was in it? County were taking. 
for me, Yeovil didn't crack on the way they, they could have done. I thought they really should have gone for County and tried to make it two, three or four. I think a couple of players in the Oval team had that in their mind that they wanted to do that, but the rest of the team didn't. Uh, Jim was telling me earlier tonight that the talk from their dugout was more of a sense of manage the game, see the game through now. And it, it wasn't really the we're the, the home side, we're the favourite, let's really go for these. And I think County capitalised on that. And we, we spoke a few times this season about mental strength in the squad. Um, and it's it's typified in that performance in that all the County players were on the same page. And OK, it made it easier, the fact that they were a goal down. The simple task was to get a goal back. But it wasn't to hold out for the draw. Like I think a lot of clubs would have done if they were playing teams two levels higher. You know, we've got a draw. Let's see if we can bring them back to our place. But now they're in the next round of the draw scot-free. They don't have to beat Yeovil at Edgeley Park to get there. They've already done that now. So whatever happens, that name's on the resume. You look down the list now and you think Barnet or Bristol is a hell of a, a doorway. But if we can get through it, then we're in the big round draw, which is where we really want to be. So I think the players will be fired up for it. Um <laughs> It's a tough one to call. Pro- it's prob- probably going to be Bristol. If, if you're being honest, Bristol Rovers should be beating Barnet. But it could go either way. Both teams are, are higher up in the pyramid than County. Both teams will see this as an incentive, as a chance to get through. Um, and I I just think that you know they're going to have to show again that they are this formidable force that you spoke of. And what about the contribution of that 13th man, the travelling county fans? Absolutely amazing at Yeovil. We know they're amazing, but made a big difference to that result. Well, it's it, <laughs> it's an answer that you can bring out again as uh, something that every club will say about the fans uh, and it is something we're supposed to say because it keeps our listeners happy. But I do truly believe we've got the, the best fans in football. There's not a lot of clubs that have gone through what county have gone through uh, in recent times, tumbled down the divisions, seen good player after good player be sold on for next to nothing, or in most cases, <clears throat> nothing. Gone on to see uh, it just hope after hope dissolve in front of them and still turn out in the numbers and still have the faith, the passion and the courage that the county fans have got. Um, so for me, they are the best fans in football. And I think it's right you say the 13th man because they probably were the 12th and 13th man uh, on Saturday, I think that was typified again. The players going over, showing such respect to them. I've spoken to those lads tonight, uh, and they're all saying the same thing: that that is why they play football. That is, it's days like that that they will look back on when they were retired, and football's a distant memory. It, it's times like that that they'll remember doing the the big clap, which I don't know where that's come from. Why County have embraced that, but. You know, let the, let the people enjoy it. And that's how they did. All the players going over, doing the slides and the running. <clears throat> it's a really big moment, um, like you say, because the, the fans who are, you know, maybe less than 20 years old, they, they might not remember too well the Wembley days or the 90s or, or whatever. That is their big moment. Uh, and they really turned up for the occasion. It was a hell of a drive. You know, we're not talking just going to Curzon Ashton or Chorley or Altrincham. We're talking literally the other end of the country. Um, they've driven all that way in such number. Well, you know, I travelled down on the morning. I was at Edgeley Park, 7 o'clock, <clears throat> well, before that, half six, quarter to seven, on the Saturday morning, and I saw all, all the... It was like a home game. All the fans outside getting on the coaches, um, 
seeing them all down, you know, some with a, a couple of tins that maybe they were hoping people weren't seeing or others with just a cup of coffee, just all getting excited, general anticipation building, daring to believe, daring to dream. The players have adopted that approach in the game uh, and it has made a 12th man, a 13th man uh, come on the pitch. It, it's it's felt like that. So as a club, they've got, you know, the, the players deserve all the credit, the management deserve all the credit, but the fans deserve praise big time for what they delivered because Sam Walker was telling me a story about when he took a corner, when we'd just gone 3-1 up against Yeovil, he went over to take a corner and he was just having a moment just to put the ball down, just have a look at that fan base and he took the moment to give a fist bump to them and they reacted in great fashion, the big roar that came back to him and he just it's just a magical, magical moment. Um you know, the cliche of the magic of the cup is the most overused and horrible phrase in football, but it really delivered on Saturday uh, and those fans were a big reason for it. And who for you was the man? Who is who is the man that really made the difference to that county win? It's a tough one because any of those players this week could be justifiably given uh, the prestigious the man award. Um, you know, Adam Thomas made a goal, well, made the beginnings of a goal happen which Elliot Osborne teed up for now, Bell. Matty Warburton's taken all the pressure on his own shoulders to step up, take a free kick. But Sam Walker's been the decoy and he's been pivotal in the game throughout. Jordan Keane and Ash Palmer, Dan Cowan playing in a position that wasn't his own and such a commanding performance. And again, Duxbury and Sam Minahan doing their own jobs at the back and Ben Hinchliffe, I mean, what a save at the end. That's just as good as a goal. That's just, just as important as a goal. So you could really say any of them. I'm going to go with the man that we said we were going to watch uh, I'm going to go with Elliot Osborne, and I really like this kid. I think he's a very, very good footballer. But what we needed from him was not just a performance like that, but we needed the experience. We know he's played at a higher level. Uh, we know that he's he's had a taste for it. He's played that club before. He's played against Yeovil before. So we wanted him to show that experience and show that leadership and be a character on the pitch. And that's exactly what he was. He grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck, didn't stop running, <clears throat> you know, you could tell he was run ragged, but he just did not stop fighting for the shirt. The badge on the front of the shirt is its just so important to him. You can see it straight from the off. So you have to say, for me, the man this week could have gone to any one of them. Even the subs that came on have played a really important part. But for me, you've got to say, Elliot Osborne was brought in with certain expectations, you know, certain requirements if you like, to do the dirty side, but to do the beautiful side as well. And he's delivering both for me in such fashion that he's the he's the man for me, big time at the moment. And uh, straight back down to earth this weekend, more domestic matters. Tough game against Brackley this weekend. They've, they've been a tough nut to crack for County uh, over recent seasons. Yeah, Brackley been a real thorn in County's side in recent seasons. Um, they've, they've found Brackley prickly, if you like. Um, it's just it's a, if I'm being honest and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way a disrespectful way I, I just don't like Brackley you know they, they're a team who when we dropped into this division we figured oh well, we should be turning teams over like these it sounds like a pub name more than anything um, and you get there and you turn out it turns out that it's actually not just the easy rollover tie that the name would suggest that they're actually a well drilled big physical side who've got quite a good budget behind them <clears throat> so all of a sudden, it's not the the rollover game. In fact, it's anything but. Uh, and they've just gone to show that. You know, it's a long, horrible drive. We usually play them at night. They usually, 
you know, find a way to stifle us and to frustrate us. And, uh, you know, even in last season when, you know, they gave the injury to Matty Warburton, it was just just a further kick in the teeth, if you like. So they're just, for me, not a nice team to, to a very friendly club. You know, the staff are always very, very good to us when we go down there. They're very kind, you know, and, and, and friendly and warming and welcoming. But, you know, that's just, that's just a club I just don't like playing, if I'm honest. But at this moment in time, County must be walking 10 feet tall. You, Why would any club in any division fancy playing Stockport County at the minute, let alone Brackley, who, uh, you know, they, they've got to keep up a fight, if you like, to stay in the playoffs. The league is starting to look really tight up at the top there and County are in the mix just as much as Brackley are. So it's a really important game. You know, this is, this is a game that three points to whoever wins is massive and three points to whoever loses is a, is a big deficit. You know, it's it's a big thing to lose. So um, it does make for an interesting game. Um, County have got to make sure that they focus. There's no hangover. They're, you know, the cup game now is a distant memory. You know, we can relive it again later on and we can talk about Bristol and Barnet in the weeks leading up to Bristol and Barnet. But for now, <clears throat> uh, the focus is Brackley and they have, to, they have to have that. The fans will speak all Saturday about Yeovil, Bristol and Barnet. It's to be expected. The players have to shut that out of their mind. They have to be prepared to be be frustrated. They have to prepare for the physicality. They have to prepare, uh, you know, to maybe not win. You know, may, maybe, they, you know, Brackley are going to come and they bring their own set of problems. So you can't win every game. Um, and I just think that the, the players have got to be really focused. Are they capable of doing it? Oh, absolutely. Of course they are. Um, you know, they've, they're, they're beating everybody they play at the moment and in good fashion, devastating fashion. But there's a long way to go between three o'clock on, on Saturday afternoon and five o'clock on Saturday afternoon. And I think if they can get past the Brackley test, then it's it's just another big step in the, why can't we win everything this season? Um, but there's a long way to go till then. There will be a tough test. Um, and it's just about delivering another special day at Edgeley Park. And who would you say is the one to watch in that game against Brackley. The one to watch this weekend for me is Niall Bell. Uh, he's taken a very well-taken goal against Yeovil. He's amongst the goals at the moment, uh, but he is competing for that number nine shirt because Frank Mulhern, when he's getting the opportunity, he's not doing anything wrong either. Niall Bell probably, you would imagine, will get the nod this Saturday. So for me, it's about keeping the ball, you know, keeping the run going, if you like, uh, and bagging another goal in front of the cheerleader. Niall Bell, for me, the one to watch. We've got a few player interviews to bring you tonight as an extra special bonus content. Uh, we're going to start with right winger Adam Thomas. Adam, a magical weekend last weekend, capped off with a fine performance by yourself and we're through to the next round of the FA Cup. Yeah, I don't think it could have gone uh, much better for us, really. We we, um, we showed some great resilience, you know, going down um, 1-0 within the first 10 minutes and then <laughs> some say it could have been a long afternoon, but we always believed in ourselves. Um, even when we went down on the Friday, like if you would have had a chat with the lads, um, we were all like quietly confident that we could go there, you know, and get a result. And I think it was like uh, it's pushing like two months, you know, unbeaten prior to that game. And then we, we've just kept believing and kept playing the way we should. And um, no surprise that we got three goals. There was a little bit of concern. Obviously, Yeovil take the lead and they, they look good for money, if you like. They're strong in the middle of the park. They're doing what a league club should be doing. But County, I thought, didn't give up, kept swinging, and that's the mentality that's got you that two months unbeaten. Absolutely, yeah. Um, we, we're a well-drilled unit at the moment, and uh, you, you can see that with the way we're playing. Um, I thought we had a lot of joy um, in their half, 
Um, on Saturday, we just really tried to get the ball down and play, and we were able to to get amongst them, get through them, and that's how we created our chances. And you know, sometimes when we go behind in the league, we find it tough because teams will try and protect that lead. But with them being a, a league side, they tried to come at us for more. And if you can say that sort of helped us away, and uh, we kept believing. We've just been speaking off air about those scenes at the end in yeah. front of the fans. Uh, I won't use the words you said. I'll let you go through that and relive that again. But that must be why you became a footballer, to live that kind of moment. Yeah, them, them kind of days are just what you live for. Um, I mean, what we took like 550 down there um, and you would have thought we were the home team. It's just an absolutely unbelievable day, unbelievable unbelievable atmosphere. And you know, the best day I've had in football, it was just just fantastic. And then at the end of the game, when we're all over there with the fans, you know, you could tell that there was a real connection between us and uh, we, we, we've come some way and it was really good. The draw's been made, it's, it's Bristol or Barnet next. How's that gone down in the dressing room? Well, it's about half an hour closer <laughs> than uh, where we've been. But um, yeah, there's, no, there's not been much said. Um, I think the lads are just confident in our ability. Um, obviously, attention goes back to, to league form this Saturday because, you know, if you look at the league position, we're in a good position to... Uh, go and grab some points and, you know, really put ourselves up and amongst the, the top few places. Um, looking towards the FA Cup, um, you, you, you'd think that Bristol are going to get through there, but that would be a fantastic game nonetheless and one we all look forward to. Let's just speak very quickly about Brackley then. Let's not overlook them at the weekend. They've been a, a thorn in the side a lot of times for Stockport County, but this year I just think there's something a little bit more about this county side. Yeah, I mean, last, last year we played them... Um, quite a lot didn't we um, with like replays and, and league and that and I thought we always put in a good performance but she never got that result and at the moment we're, we're putting in them performances but we're getting the result obviously um, Gaffer said that they're not the, the same side that they used to be but we just got to keep believing and keep being confident and in our ability and take the game to them Listen Adam I'll let you crack on because it's a bit cold here after training yeah. all the very best Thank you The next interview to bring you is Niall Bell a man on fire at the moment capped a very, very strong display at the weekend with a goal against Yeovil. He was speaking to me after training. Niall, a magical trip to Yeovil. Capped off with a goal for yourself. Yes, um, very happy to score a goal the weekend. Um, just hopefully we can keep the momentum. The scenes at the end where you were celebrating in front of the fans, is, is that what being a footballer is about? Is that why you wanted to become? When you were a kid and you're looking at the... Stars on the TV. Is that what you pictured one day? Yeah, it's magical. Um, Stockport Kai fans are great. Um, and even being a Stockport boy, like it's, it's even better. So, um, yeah, that's what I live for, the fans. You've scored a really crucial goal in an FA Cup tie against a league club that's two divisions above county and got us a really important draw in the next cup. Now, you must have been buzzing this week. Oh, yeah, I was I was really happy. Even after the game, I was ecstatic. See all the, the boys in the change room afterwards. Um, so, yeah, I was really, really happy to score them on the FA Cup. Without sharing too many secrets, what was the bus like on the way home? Oh, <laughs> it's quite rowdy, yeah. But um, we all had a good laugh, um, enjoyed the moment. So, it was, yeah, it was good. good Back to league business at the weekend. Brackley, tough opposition? Yeah, they, um, they'll give it a right go as well. Um, but like I said, we just got to keep on um, you know, sticking at it. Um, just, just doing what we, we know we can do as a squad. Let me put you on the spot for the final question and pass a message to the fans. They travelled all that way to see you, like you say, they gave you a career high, if you like, celebrating in front of them at the weekend. Just pass a message from the players to the fans. 
yeah, um, fans were absolutely incredible um, against um, the Oval. I never seen an away support like that, to be honest. So it was, it was incredible. Scenes at the end, incredible as well. So I was really impressed. Yeah. Now, thanks very much. <laughs> and finally, Sam Walker, a man who. If we're honest, if the season was to end tomorrow, he might just be getting our vote for player of the season. I revitalised Sam Walker speaks after training on Thursday. Sam, we've just been speaking about a magical weekend last weekend. Just try and sum it up in a few words. Uh, I don't know if I can do it in a few, but it was just brilliant. Um, you know, we were just talking about how good it was to, um, to come back after conceding a, a goal away from home against the league club. Um, you know, it, it showed the character that we have and uh, the footballing ability that we have. I thought the, the second goal was brilliant. You know, like some neat play around their box. Elliot's whipped it right across for for, for Niall, but it was just all round really good, solid performance, and uh, and everybody did themselves justice. Is that the kind of game that'll live long in the memory when the, the boots are hung up and you're telling the grandkids stories around the fire? I think so. Yeah, because. You know, memorable moments um, like Saturday. They don't, especially when it's in the FA Cup. They don't come around too often, and and you know when you've you've got a massive uh, following following you to the other end of the country, um, and and you're playing against a team that's expected to just roll you, and you go and do that to them. It, it's brilliant, and and it will live long, and and it's up there with. Um, some of the best moments that I've had in football. Just talk to us about the mood in the camp since the game, because we speak a lot, obviously, to players and to the manager every week, and sometimes it's a, it's a buzzing mood, sometimes it's a bit frustrated because we've not got a result we wanted or whatever, but this week, I can guess what it's like, but you tell us. Yeah, um, everybody's buzzing, to be fair, but at the same time, I think we've got a really good grounded group, so, you know, nobody's, you know, walking around with some kind of swagger or something like that. We came in Monday and we're straight into it preparing for Saturday's game. But, you know, you can just, you can sense that, you know, there's a there's a buoyant mood. Um, I think the lads realised what a big win it was uh, for us all and, and for the club collectively. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been a really good week training and, uh, yeah, all eyes on Saturday back out into the park. Because of that grounded idea, there's a, there's a few players been speaking that kind of mentality. Does it make it easy to transition back into a league game against Brackley? It's not got the magic or the excitement, if you like, but it's still an important game and it's still at Edgeley Park. Yeah, it's massive. I, th- I think that um, it had been against a team like Brackley, who have been knocking on the door of promotion, um, you know, the last uh, two, three years, and then obviously going winning the FA Trophy last year. It just quickly brings us back down to earth and makes us realise, well, we've got a really uh, big game on, on Saturday and, and we have to prepare right for it. There can't be any kind of hangover from Saturday. Uh, I don't think the manager will let that happen. I don't think the lads will let that happen. Um, we're an honest group and we police each other pretty well. Um, so, you know, as far as it goes, it it's another big game and one that we'll all be looking forward to, especially being back at Ashley Park again. Just finally, Sam, give us a message to tell to the fans. No, it was fantastic. It was just... Um, but no, it, it was great. It was great, and and we've got to use that as a platform now to to go on and achieve uh, the goal of you know really kicking on in this league and and getting out of it. Tom, thanks very much. Really.